Hello and welcome to the debut of the Fire in the Form of Flint podcast. My name is Jay Ashton. I'm alongside Brian Hinckley. We've been uh, procrastinating a little bit in a terms bit, of uh, yeah. getting some of these episodes off. Uh, we've had some technical difficulties and stuff like that, but we're going to recap the first four episodes. Then we're going to do a podcast this Friday recapping the episode that's going to occur tomorrow because today's Tuesday. And we're going to have more topics to talk about in that second episode. But today we're going to be talking about, and don't listen to this if you haven't seen the episodes yet, the voting off of Natalie, Amba, Danny, and Ethan. All right, Bryant, let's go. Okay. So episode one, let me think about this. Episode one, they come on the... They come on the beach. Yeah, they come on the beach. Jeff's, and you know, Jeff does his whole spiel about winners at war, the tokens. They, to, they, they crack the bequeef, champagne. Bequeath the token. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the tokens were a very, very interesting uh, part of the season. And this. then we're going to quickly go through the, fir- the first couple episodes. Yeah. So they do the challenge. Uh, Sally loses to DeCall. And then uh, they go to Tribe actually day two, which is crazy. That's yeah, never happened which before. Yeah, which is wild. Obviously, it never happened before, obviously. And then after that, you know, they uh, they think Adam and Denise are going to go home because Adam and Denise snuck off into the woods, which is the dumbest thing you can do in Survivor. Yeah, especially when you're war. playing with winners. Like, these are people who know the game. Some of these people have played more than one time, yeah. you know, so, I mean, this is... Well, I mean, all of them have, basically. Yeah. This is their second time. Right, right. That's what, yeah, it's a return exactly. season. So, I mean, you, I mean you, but you I mean, got, like, you've you got have, some you, people you, that played four times. You have Rob you know. and Parvati on your tribe. I mean, yeah. Like, Rob's played more seasons of Survivor than, like, than literally anyone else in history. Exactly. So... You just got to be smarter in that yeah. situation. So they do that, and then uh, the, they think the vote is going to be, you know, na- um, either Adam or Denise probably split the votes. Yeah. But what ends up happening is, for some uh, reason... Disappointing for me. <laughs> yeah, because you had her in the fantasy. Yeah, so we're in our survivor uh, fantasy pool, I'm sure some we of you know about it. We both have someone out. Yeah. Uh, I had. I, I thought Natalie was going to go deep in the game. I was she's like, she's going to go... She, she's, she's dominating this thing. She, she's going to go under the radar, you know, she's going to have an alliance already built in with Jeremy Collins. Which you actually know, she's a likable. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, it was, it was an alliance that uh, really, you know, uh, screwed her in the end because Rob was like... Well, I'm worried about that. It wasn't just Rob. It was well, mainly, yeah, it was mainly it was, Adam, I'd say, actually. Because if you think about it, Adam was going home, and then Adam really started... Adam was going to go home where Denise, and he started really working the angle of this is... It's a duel that knows each other. Mm-hmm. He was great at that first tribal where he goes, you're worried about me and Denise in the woods. Jeremy and Natalie have known each other for, like, four years. Rob is married to somebody <laughs> on the other tribe. You know? Yeah. Like, things like that, which is... Very true, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but of we, course, that didn't get, yeah, really get matter in the end. Like we but projected. They ended, up, they ended up voting out Natalie. Jeremy was pissed. Uh, Natalie gave her token to Jeremy, and then uh, which oh, is key. Yeah, that's important. Still, episode one at this point, but the second boot day three, they do the challenge. Sully wins. Rob has that great thing where he's throwing people over. Jeremy has the great. Uh, Jeremy does great at the ring toss. They go to camp, and uh, Yule does a great job where. Yule gets together all of the strays who really don't have connections Yeah. in the game. Nobody is better at establishing relationships in such a cerebral way than Yule is. Yeah, I, I, I could His communication that. skills, being able to level with people and manipulate people without any appearance of manipulating people <laughs> is unbelievable. Very true. And then he got, he's got so he's... Let's talk a bit about the alliances here on DeCall, because, I mean, this is the only time we're going to be able to talk about DeCall. <laughs> so, so you have the four 
you have alliances and sub-alliances. So the main, the strongest alliance I'd say is the four, mm -hmm. which is Ewell, Sophie, Wendell, and Nick. Yes. Who are all people that have only played one season prior to this season. Right. And they don't really have other connections in the game. Right. And then you have the alliance of Sandra, Tony, and Sarah. Which is an alliance that I love. Which is as also far as the aligned, personalities yeah, are concerned, Which is also aligned that. with the Yule Alliance. Like, they did their thing. Yeah. But um, I would say, obviously, then and then the Sarah, Tony, and Sandra Alliance, you have Sarah and Tony who are way Yeah, you got Cops or Us right there. And then you have Tyson and Kim who are pretty much just... A little bit on the outside. outside. And then, obviously, Amber went home, First Tribal. We all know why, Rob, all that. But let's talk a bit about this. So, we think... That maybe who do you think is going to go next for Decal? Because we saw in the okay. preview for next week a very interesting thing of if you saw it, it was Tyson sitting down with Tony and Sandra, and he said they are taking out everybody that has pre-existing relationships in the game. Right. And I think it's interesting because Tyson like figured it out, like he realized what's going on. Mm -hmm. And I would say more than likely Tony and Sandra are smart enough to be like, oh, he's right. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, right. I mean, like that. And I, then the interesting have, thing is... I've thought for a while, and it hasn't happened yet, I thought the number one target on that tribe was going to be Sarah. Uh, I, I, going I, into the season... I would agree know, with they, that they if, had, Sandra, if Sandra wasn't there. Right, but, like, going in, like, she had the most votes on that, like, pre-game pre votes. Yeah, that they but had. But even so. then, I mean, because the problem is, at least Sarah can help in the challenge. I have no idea why anyone keeps Sandra. Sandra is... I, she, I could very well see her going. The problem, though... If she does have the idol. She's going to play. She's not dumb enough to get blindsided. Right. So that's why I think Sarah could be the one who goes. No, I don't think Sarah's going. I think, I think, here's my bold prediction. Tony, Sarah, Tyson, Sandra, and Kim are going to realize what's going on. Mm -hmm. The five of them are going to align. They're going to take out Yule or Sophie. Okay. I could, I could see Yule because I think that maybe, like, th here's the thing. When I said that Yule's incredible at manipulating people without the appearance of it, that goes for just about anybody who's ever played or watched a, se a season of Survivor. But these are all winners here, and these yeah. are legends of the game. Mm -hmm. So I think that when you've got people like Sandra and uh, Tony and Tyson, I, those I, people on your tribe, I just think that they can sniff that, that out. That preview for next week was so interesting where Tyson is saying they're trying to get out all the players with pre-existing relationships. Which is absolutely which is, true. Which is true. Yeah. But the other problem is, if you remember, Tyson said, let's go after Sandra. And Sandra's the type of person where you say her name, you have to go home. Like, that's just <laughs> yeah. the way she is. Which <laughs> yeah, is the queen stays queen, right? Yeah. So then we get to episode three. I mean, episode two, technically, but it's the third boot. So this was interesting because Sully loses the challenge, and you go back, and in my head I'm thinking... Rob has to get a fifth person. Rob and Parvati have to get a fifth person with their four. Yes. In this in this episode, mm -hmm. and then for some reason, Danny. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, this I'm on the, the outs. This was the weirdest thing ever because I didn't. I don't think anybody felt like Danny was in any kind of trouble, and she just kind of went nuts a little bit. Not kind of. She went full nuts. She's going to run. She went to Ben and Ethan and talked to them, our old school alliance, right in front of Ben. Yes. Yes. Like, that was doing? a huge turning point in that. And then she went to Rob and was like, let's get out of poverty. Like, you need okay. to... Okay. I am going to freak out at the next person who tries suggesting to Rob to vote out poverty. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing. Has, has nobody learned? <laughs> He's like... So, you know, see, you know, Danny, I don't blame because... Rob has turned on people before when it suits him. 
<laughs> but I will say really? that I will say that it doesn't make sense for him to turn on Parv simply because he needs yeah. another big target he with needs him. That huge target with her because he. I mean, like like I said, who are you going to target in a Danny Ethan Rob alliance? Like, uh, like you know. And then what ended up happening is Danny went home in a what an eight to one vote. Yeah, everybody it was, was it like, was we because she said it. You just you ended up. Anytime you never want to be in the position, and Adam's in this position now. No, yes. Nobody yes. can trust you. Yeah. Nobody can trust you because you're a wild card. He's, ben was he in that going for like the first episode, but he's, he's going to need Denise either to, you know, take out some fires for him like Trish did for Tony. Tony yeah. And or she's he's going to need her to play the idol for him. But I don't know if she's going to do that. And now we're going to get to this episode. Oh, we haven't talked at all about. Well, we so talked about with it. the fire tokens and extinction. So Natalie is um. Dominating extinction. She yeah, gave an she, idol she's to Sandra. A billionaire on the she gave an idol to Sandra, which can only be used in you. It can only be played in your first three tribal councils you go to. Sandra's been to one. She has to use it in her next two tribal councils, and then if she doesn't, the idol has no more power. And she also gave an advantage to Jeremy, where Jeremy can leave tribal council. Right. If he wants, which is so cool. It is even, cool, but the problem is it's a, it's a very dangerous move. It, it, is. it could really just mess with your alliance. If you have, like, because he needs to play it right. If he plays it, because there's a chance you play that and everyone in the game is pissed at you. Yeah. And no, that's absolutely to, fair. He needs to be very careful with that. And then you had the, we'll get to it now, the main one thing I want to talk about this episode was the Cops Are Us and Sarah going on an adventure to get this all oh, of them. Oh, my God. The greatest thing ever. Tony just coming over with the ashes. <laughs> you just spinning on his hands, putting it all over his face. You know, he's, like, out in front of her just, like, leading the way and everything like that. That that absolutely killed me. Don't stop it. That was so funny. It was so perfectly Tony. And <laughs> it's just the greatest thing ever. And, and, and I thought it was interesting. I thought that, she, that Natalie would uh, offer that up to... Uh, Jeremy. No, because but Jeremy, like I said, right, exactly. She needed to give it to somebody who would have done it, and, and that was used the, it before. She's yeah. played it right she's before. D- she's she won her right. season with it. So exactly, and, and that was such a brilliant move on the part of it Natalie. Was. I, I thought she was going to give to Jeremy at first too, but then I thought Jeremy doesn't need exactly. it. Exactly, like, he doesn't the, need it. He, he's not the kind of guy that would I think would do it. Sarah is absolutely somebody who would do it, and. It's like she, 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 she tweeted about it too. She said for those exact yeah. reasons. Like and I don't she, think she's gonna. She's not gonna pick anyone on blue because she's getting information about what's going on in the game as they come in. She's not gonna give an advantage to anyone on blue that would hurt. No, Jimmy. exactly. Yeah. So we'll get. So then we'll get to this one, the last episode. Sally loses the immunity challenge by a millisecond. Oh my! One of my gosh, favorite challenges in the history of the show. It was amazing. It, 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 and even we were both rooting when we saw that piece just come off at the last second. Well, I'm, I'm always like, rooting for whatever. Yeah, you're, you're, you're always rooting for Rob. <laughs> but just the fact that that piece came off and it gave them just an extra second to try and piece it together. Yeah. We were all just hoping that would be the cool, like a really cool moment where they put it together. Now, they go back to camp after they lose, and it's poverty. Like, it's poverty at this point. Yeah, it is. And I think everyone's agreed on it. They're like, we agree with that. Adam told Ethan before the challenge, but Ethan didn't really seem to cause a whole stir about the whole thing because I don't think Ethan's that type of player. No, he's not. I mean, we see, we've seen him in a cut scene trying to lie. <laughs> One of the secret scenes. If you haven't seen it, go on yeah, YouTube and look up. Poverty, the, uh, and, oh my God, and, uh, it was hysterical. Is <laughs> just watching him try to lie is one of the funniest things ever. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, 
what happens is, he, so Adam is kind of running the tribe at this point, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. And he, for some reason, doesn't want to make anyone upset with the vote. He even even says, though this is Survivor, he's won it before. So he goes and he tells Boston Rob the plan to take out his number one. My, my favorite part about it was him saying, is there anybody else you'd be willing? And he was just like, you really want to go there? <laughs> that was just so My favorite part was Boston Adam Rob. saying, Boston Rob needs to play more like me. <laughs> like, just like, that was just funny. like, really? Like, arguably the greatest player in the history of Survivor needs to play more like you, buddy. Like, okay, you won your season. You're a good player. You're on here for a reason. Well, let's not be stupid here, okay? Like, but, Boston so, Rob's a top three survivor player of all time. I don't, I don't think you're Like, so Rob immediately, Rob has a great confessional where he goes, does this kid not know who I am? <laughs> he's like, he's watched every episode. He doesn't know who I am. <laughs> yeah, right. What's he so, coming with this information to me for? He pulls a godfather move, which didn't work out, Liam, but it was still funny to see. Oh, great. He goes up to Jeremy Michelle and they go, so Ben or, uh, what do they say? They say Ben or somebody else. And he goes, "That that's fake. I know the plan. It's poverty. Yeah. And Jeremy is, like, laughing. Like, yeah. he's like, what the? And Michelle's like, what? And then they realize what happened. And at that point, they get pissed at Adam. Yeah. But I would say they make the smart move. They do make the smart move because now they can go away from Adam and, and also, start working with Rob. Not, and that shifts the numbers well, against Adam. Well, no. They, they have a power of four anyway. Because right. the way they voted. The, but the, I think Jeremy wants to work with Rob. I think he does, too. But I think the main four in that alliance is Jeremy, Michelle, Denise, and Ben. Yes. And I would say they're probably going to work with Rob and Parv to get out Adam, and then after that, Rob and Parv will go. Yeah. And it's Or they could and go the that, other and way. And that's good for two players like Jeremy and Denise. Or they could go the other way. And also, we don't know if a swap is happening at any point. Yeah, because that, that could really t- that yeah. could turn the game on its head. It could. I'm honestly surprised we haven't seen one already. Because in Game yeah, Changers, it happened in like the third episode. It was. It was crazy. Yeah. Like, But if... So at that point... So, Okay. So Ethan goes, it's probably the right move to do that. Because they want to, my guess is, see, I would think they want to work with Rob because there's no point in keeping Rob in the game there if you don't want to work with him. Right. Like, it just doesn't exactly. make sense. Exactly. Like, that's another thing I don't The longer get. you keep Boston Rob in the game, the dumber you are. Well, no, not necessarily. It, it, it depends how far you let him get. Right now, I'd say they're fine because they want to use him as a shield. Yes. The dangerous thing, if you let him get to, like, final seven, final eight, <laughs> then it starts to get, like... Dangerous. Well, I would try and get him out around the merge. Because then he can, because then he can start winning immunities, and also having when everybody finds out what's going on with the edge. Yeah. That's going to be a problem for him when they mm-hmm. think, "Oh crap, his wife's over there." Yeah. And Even she, though she's doing literally nothing. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> come on, Amber. You got to be better than that. But yeah, Amber Am- not doing too well. I think Ethan could get something. I think I think Ethan or Natalie will come back on. Well, it looks like Ethan might die, so that's going to be a problem in the I preview. Do, well, I hope that's like. Yeah, I don't think it's a medevac. Yeah, they, I, don't, they I don't think it's a medevac. I'd be either. so upset if you think oh, I'm a medevac. Oh, my same. I would cry. I would but, actually cry. I love Ethan. So the big thing is with that, so the big thing with Ethan leaving is, like I said, Rob is down to just him in poverty in terms of allies. Right, which is the great, they, that's the greatest <laughs> alliance of the history of Survivor. <laughs> really, we, we were dying. When, we, we looked at each other when that first episode came on, and Rob walked off with poverty and was like, so, uh. We've never really worked well in the past. What, what, what are you thinking right now? <laughs> yeah, they were at each other's throats and heroes versus. Yeah, like, like literally. Russell's not on the island, so that's, that's that's true. That that does make a difference, but you know, because you know Rob's just a way better player. But you also have the, you also have the um, you have the interesting 
because Russell would be there if he was good. I mean, he's not as good as Rob, so we'll just say that. But anyway, so... <laughs> not the, a big Russell guy? I, I'm a Russell fan, but he's not as good as Rob. So anyway, so the, the, the big thing is... The big thing is about this upcoming episode. One, I don't think Sully's losing. Yeah, I don't I, think so either. I, I, I think, think they're going to win. I think if they do lose, it'll be interesting to see who goes home, whether it's Adam or Rob or Parvati. I don't think it's anyone else. No. I, that, that's actually who I've got my votes yeah, on. I, I, have, I have seven votes on Rob and three on Adam. Yeah. I don't, even, I don't think Parvati's going. Yeah, I, I think, I think this either. is a tribe right now that recognizes the threat of Parvati but understands that Rob is a significantly bigger threat in this game as a whole than Parvati is. Okay. Now, and they don't want to he- I mean, put him in a position where he can if, gain control at any if point. If the call loses, it's either Kim. Yeah, I have two votes on Kim. Or Yule. I have two on Yule. I have two on Tyson, two on Tona. I don't think yeah. they'll do Sarah simply because if they do Sarah, one, you can't let Tony find out before the vote. Two, if they do Sarah. Oh, if, if, if Tony finds two, out. Two, if they do Sarah, I feel like the other people. That have connections are going to catch on, way more if they do. But I feel like they already have. They have, but and I feel like that—that's a point where like Tony's at a point where he knows this. So, if 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 they find out what's going on, it's going to be Yule or Sophie that goes home. Exactly, and that's why I don't think it's going to be Sarah this week. I don't. That's why I have two on on Yule. I think he could go. I still think you still have the threat of Tyson. Yeah, Tyson could always go just because he's Tyson. Actually, that's he could also go home this week. Tony's not going home. Tony's not going home. I hope. No, I, I love me. I love me I some don't, Tony. I don't so. think Tony's going home. I don't. I need as much Tony content no as I can There's no reason for Tony to go home right now. Especially after we were robbed in, in uh, Game Changers from Tony content. Well, I mean, the, the only person that robbed us of Tony content in Game Changers was, was Tony. Tony. Exactly. So, okay. And then, so do you think there's going to be a swap at any point? Because I could see. I think. Not this next episode. You think they'll do three the tribes of five at 15? Yes. That'd be really interesting to see. I that think that they're going to do that. Because like, this, is, this is season 40, baby. This, this yeah, is, there has this to be is, a swap at some point. Yeah. Like, the only reason like you didn't swap in season 20 is because it was heroes versus villains and you wanted to keep that mm-hmm. thing going. Yeah, this exactly. season, who, nobody cares about the Colin Sully being like separate no, entities. Nobody, nobody cares. And this is also the reason that they can get away with doing a three-tribe thing is because one of these tribes is going to have to go to another you know, part of the island where they're going to have nothing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely sucks. nothing. Game but they, they have people who are experienced yeah. enough that can get over that, too. So that's not even a concern, really. Yeah. Who would you say is, right now, who would you say is the most powerful player in the game? <clears throat> most powerful player in the game? Well, Adam lost his power. I feel well, like. obvious. Well, yeah. I mean, for for obvious reasons. I feel like as I of right as of right now, it's Yule, but that could change in this next episode. I don't think very it's quickly. Yule. I think it's Michelle. She does. Yeah, I she, think she is very very underrated. I, I think Yule at some point is going to have a threat level. I don't think Michelle will. Right. Just well, that's what I mean. As of right now, I'd say Yule, but I said that can change literally tomorrow. Yeah, it can. It can change next week. If there's a blind side, if there's anything. And I don't think there'll be a blind side. Because Tyson, I don't know. I, I just feel like that won't work, and I feel like I could see Tyson going home. Right. Or Kim. Although I think Sophie will try to save Kim so she can – Sophie wants that part of the idol, the full part. Yeah. That's going to be an interesting dynamic. Sophie's a very, very interesting player. To She's me. a very good player. The problem with Sophie is she only got like 25 confessionals the season she won. Yeah. Because she was with Coach and Ozzy. 
and CBS, CBS was like, player. let's just give Coach every single confessional the whole <laughs> season. Well, I mean, he walks the path of the uh, noble warrior. Yeah, so. exactly. Iron sharpens iron. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, and then, uh, although I did not like him in season 20. But because he screwed Rob. But anyway, so yeah, but come on, he it's, ruined it's, his game. It's coach. It's no, coach. no, I love coach. Uh, coach just, Tyson, me. Tyson's the one that really messed up his game. But uh, well, and the one who messed up the entire game uh, was JT oh, when he gave Christ. Russell an idol. Okay. But that's another discussion for another day. The weirdest player in the history of Survivor <laughs> like, in JT, who won a season, and then the other two seasons he went on made two I wonder awful if, decisions. If he doesn't do game changers, I wonder if he's on forty. I feel like there's a chance. Because the other problem with Game Changers was he did something after the season. Yeah. Like he had a problem. Because mm-hmm. I, th- I I wonder who JT would replace on this season. Well, he'd have to replace one of the guys. Well, obviously. But so, I mean, I don't even... Maybe Ben. He'd replace Ben. Why? Yeah, like the country. JT, yeah, JT, because he, he gives you the same kind of mold that Ben does, does. But people believe that JT should have won a season. Well, I mean, yeah, no one else even. It, yeah, exactly. He and I, fe- he's a more likable player for a lot of the fans. No, a lot of people are soured on JT because of Heroes versus Villains. I mean, that was right. Such that, that was, it was a, it was a bad it was a bad season for him, no doubt about it. So I'm saying, like, if if, the, if I also don't think I, I don't think you get rid of Ben because of the military background. And I okay, you, that that's fair. Like I, I have no argument against yeah, that. Yeah, see, that's that's the reason. And also, like, but and with JT, like, if you were going to replace Ben, you'd replace him with Mike Holloway. From, which, I, which I wouldn't mind. From Worlds Apart, yeah. And then, okay, so this upcoming week, it's, what do you think is going on with Edge of Extinction, with that video we got? I hope it's nothing serious with Ethan. Same, I don't <laughs> think it would be, because they usually don't I, I, show He's not being met back. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think that they're, he, he'll be medvac I think maybe he passed out, kind of like how Rob did in uh, Heroes vs. Villains, and then mm-hmm. they just gave him some water, and he was like, you know, he got his crybaby out of him the one time on Survivor. Yeah, that was funny. That was hilarious. And then he just got back to it. I think that probably will happen with Ethan. Oh, for sure, yeah. Unless um, Ethan is actually... Dying, he's not leaving the island. Well, t- to be honest, he has been in that situation before. Well, yeah, exactly. That's, yeah. So, which is part he, of he why I was said that so on, hard on, for him. on the way to Edge of Extinction. He's like, I've beaten cancer. I can beat the Edge of Extinction. Exactly. Like, just like, like hearing that, I'm just like, God, I love this guy so much. Such a genuine yeah. person and winner. Now, one more prediction, and we'll do this every week. Yes, we'll do this every week. Right now, who is who? Do you think because of the edit? He's coming back from extinction. I think it has to be Natalie. It's Natalie. I mean, Natalie's like Natalie's leading, dominating. Natalie's like almost leading the season in confessional. <laughs> she She's is. on the edge. It, well, okay. By the way, can we just discuss this right now? We've had discussions of this a million times. Why do they feel the need to have the camera literally on the person's forehead on the, the edge, edge of extinction? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. They They're zoom so in, close. They have it right in front of their face. It's like we get it. We don't <laughs> need. Like, we can see them. We can actually see like the sweat glands and everything like that, like on their face. Yeah, like, it's, it's so ridiculous. Strange. It's so close. It's so. It just doesn't make any sense. It, like it, it makes like the other confessionals that are like just on the regular island like seem like an aerial view. <laughs> but anyways, no, I, I do think Natalie's getting back in. I think I, also, Am- I don't think Amber or Danny have a shot at getting back in this game. No, they don't. The only reason the only reason Amber is still out there is so that she can try to find a way to feed Robin advantage. Right. Now, here's an interesting thing that happens next week. I believe 
that if Rob gets anything from Amber, like an advantage, or Parvati gets an advantage from Ethan, I could see them trying that, to make a move. That's a huge thing. I so I don't them. think Amber is going to be able to provide anything for Rob. Because here's the thing. A- Amber, she's not a bad player. It's not actually she's a bad player. Um, I don't know about that. What, are you going to call her a bad player? No, you know I what? Don't know. No. She, she's, okay, like, is she, uh, out of all the winners, is she probably the worst? You can make the argument. You can make the arguments. Yes, absolutely. But is she a bad player? No. You no. know what? You can't be a bad player and be a winner. You're exactly. Right. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, you know, whether or not you think she deserved to win that season because she was carried by Rob uh, is completely up for debate. But she was pretty good on the other season she's played. She hasn't played lately, though. And that's a severe disadvantage, especially for the whole Edge of Extinction thing. That's why she's getting dominated by Natalie. And I think Danny has that same problem. So when you bring up like the point of, well, could Amber help out uh, Rob? I don't think that she can. But I do think that, like you said, Ethan could help Parvati, which in that's turn who, that's would help his, Rob. That's who he gave his token to. Exactly. And that's something that I think, I don't know, because I feel like if Parvati or Rob get an advantage that can help them, they'll try to make a move to get back to power. Exactly. That's why I think that any help that Rob's going to get from Edge of Extinction is going to help is going to happen through Ethan to Parvati rather than from Amber to him. They himself. seem like they're each other's ride or die at this point. The two of them. They are. Like they need each other. Look, those are the two biggest threat threats in the game right now. Uh, Rob and, and Ooh, Parvati. I don't, I don't know about that. On that tribe. Oh, on that tribe. You said in the game. I thought you. Uh, meant. My, my, yeah, it, I thought on that tribe. Oh, yeah, for sure. In the game, honestly, if I was to go out there. The first person I get rid of is Rob. Second mm-hmm. is Tony. Tony, yeah, absolutely. Tony, right now, we need to make this a point of emphasis, is playing a brilliant he's game. He's being the funny guy that everyone's like, ha look at Tony. Look he's at him in his, in his silly ladder. <laughs> he almost breaks his neck. This, this dude has lied to everyone. Exactly. This dude had a hand in voting out every, every single, single member person. of the jury that <laughs> voted for him to win the game. Yeah, that's Wu's fault, though. But That is Wu's fault. That's but, entirely Wu's fault. But, like, he but had still. a hand in everyone's vote off. That guy betrays everybody. He, he betrayed Trish on his father's grave and looked her dead in the eyes and said, yes, it was worth it. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that is who Tony is. But because Tony is so funny, he's giving us the content we want. Here's the thing that's interesting is he's not on anybody's bad side. He's really funny. Everybody seems to like him. They're forgetting who he is, and he hasn't made any promises, really. Yeah. I mean, that's that, well, the only one is to, is to Sarah, but we've but, seen but before I, but, he's okay with breaking that. He's okay with breaking that, but I think those two are smart enough together, knowing how they play. They need each other. This is actually going to be the first time that we're going to see Cops or Us together being a true alliance. It is. The only people that I say you sh- there's there's a few group of people that you can't bring to the end because they'll win if they mm-hmm. get there no matter what. Right. And it's Sandra, Rob, Parvati, Ethan, and... Well, it depends. It. I mean, if, if Rob or Amber, you know, piss off, or my poverty, piss off the jury. Oh, like, it won't matter. Not in a winter season. I feel like... I feel like they like you'd hope that most of them have, like, But here's the, my uh, thing. It's Boston, Rob, and Poverty came into this game with targets on their back, like, just the biggest targets in the of the show. And they've already survived. And Sandra, too. Yeah. If... if if Sandra makes it to the end, she's winning. That's not even <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Like, a two-time winner. If Rob or Poverty make it to the end, they're winning. 
The only one that could beat them is Ethan. That's because of the cancer thing. Right, Ethan. Well, also, it depends on how the game you play. But, I mean, there's other likable characters that could do the same thing. Like, I mean, if Tony gets to the end and he's played a great game, I think these people are smart enough to understand that. I think Tony. I think Jeremy ones. Collins is such a likable guy that if he did find his way to the end, he would have a shot at it, too. I don't think he will, though. I don't think he will, but I'm saying that he's Michelle, one of those guys that's... Honestly, I would love how Michelle's playing. I could see Michelle. I, I really do, too. Michelle, Michelle set that whole thing up. She was yes. the one that called the shot, and she made it look like Jeremy did it. Exactly. And, it, like, she she's running it, but it's look, she's making it look like it's Jeremy running so it. Do you know how she's playing right now? Yule. Um, without, without you know, the, the idol? Yeah, she is because she, she's doing a brilliant job she of is, making decisions without her name being on it and making everybody else feel a part of it. But I think the difference is everyone knew everyone knew you was the paint, was the kingpin. Parvati even said, right, "You're right. the one running the show." Yule did not have. I mean, sure, Yule had a shield, but it wasn't a strategic shield. The only reason people wanted to get Ozzy out is because Ozzy could win every challenge. Yes. Everyone knew Yule was making the decision on who was going home. Right. People think it's Jeremy making the decision on who's going home, and really it was Michelle. Right. And they don't know that. That's the difference between them. I compare her more to the way, like, Sandra played in Heroes vs. Villains. Like a shield in front of her, mm-hmm. just kind of. I think that's the way Michelle kind of has to play. And she okay. also needs to be an access to probably someone that pisses off the jury. Yeah. To win, or she has to play a great game. Or she needs to like bring somebody. Who's she she needs to do this because a lot of people don't think she should have won. They, they thought it should have been awesome. Right. Yeah, and, and, that, and I think that's a fair argument. But seeing how she's played so far, she belongs. She absolutely belongs if, with this group of people. In my opinion, except for like a few rare exceptions, if that, if you won your season, you deserve to win your season. Exactly. The wrong person does not win a season. Right. Like that's just not how Survivor works. Unlike you, you know, I mean, there's only a few like. The my, only time I, I would could be see okay people with being upset about Ben because of the idol thing. I could see, like, I mean, I think Kevin Wendell deserved to win his uh, season. Oh, I'm upset about that. But I mean, I would be okay with somebody saying, "Well, I was more of a fan of Dominic." Well, yeah, that's that, yeah. That, that's like I think that's more of a fair argument. But I hate it when people say you didn't deserve to win your season. If you felt somebody else deserved to win that season, that's fair. But as far as see, a lot of people have that feeling about Natalie White, right? The girl who beat Russell, yeah. And even I think that was questionable. That was that, incredibly questionable. That's the only one where I'd say it was fully a bitter jury. Absolutely. Well, I mean, but it's understandable because it of is, how Russell it, played. It is, but, I, yeah. It it, is. It's understandable why they were bitter. It's, it's, it it's honestly, not understandable. It honestly shows, in my opinion, why Russell, while great strategically, is and a flawed player who will never win. Exactly. It, he also did not have, like Tony, a Spencer to go in front of the jury and say, hey, look at what he did. But I also think the difference is Tony's more likable than Russell. Tony does things that you laugh at. Russell's just like a jerk to everybody, which is fine, except that you're just not going to win that way. Right. Look at Rob. Rob Rob honestly backstabs more people than Russell. Right. If you think about it, in Russell's season, Russell took his number one ally to the end every single time he made it to the end. Mm -hmm. His first season, he took his lines of four and he took them to the end. Yeah. Except for he had to vote Jason off because of Brett winning immunity. But, and then you had in season 20, he took Parvey to the end. He voted out Danielle for some dumb reason. But, and then you have someone like Rob who, Rob literally in 22 just betrayed everyone and they still voted for him. And the difference is, 
Russell was loyal to his people. Rob was not a complete jerk to everyone like Russell was. That's why Russell's not a great player. Right. And, and no, those those are fair points. But what I am saying is uh, Tony had a part in voting off literally everybody. He, he did, backstabbed but Tony everybody. was more likable. But Tony, here's Tony. the thing. When you have a bitter jury, it doesn't matter how likable you are. I don't think a lot of – I think a lot of people – the only reason Tony, to me – uh, was able to overcome the ju- the bitter jury was not because of his likability. It was a because of Spencer's speech and b because of Wu. Wu's yeah, bad I decision think, I think is it was why more it was absolutely they didn't want to award somebody that was that dumb. Exactly. Uh, but my my point is if if Ra- if uh, Russell that season had a speech like Spencer's of like hey look at what he did and my how problem is, it is you have scenarios like, like Tony never went up to someone. And called them a dumbass in the middle of camp. Yeah, like Russell did that. Tony He's never not burying. Tony machetes. never buried. Not... Russell set somebody's socks on fire. <laughs> and while that's funny and hilarious, it's just not like he dumped <laughs> out all the water. Although like, it Tony, w- Tony wasn't doing that stuff. Tony was not messing with people to the degree of making their lives more miserable than it was. Right. Russell was deliberately doing that, and it wasn't really gaining him a strategical advantage. He was just doing. That's it to why do it. Russell lost. Right. Like, which is which is all fair points. In my opinion, Russell Hance is a. I'd say this: he's a great player. He's a he's legendary a player. player, but he just he will never win the game the way he plays. He can't win. the And game then the you way saw. And now the problem is everyone knows you saw him in twenty two. He came back, and what happened? Exactly because that's that's a good point. Although because shit, that, that ni- was stupid by the season way. nineteen and season twenty, because they were back to back seasons, he played on both. Nineteen, nobody knows who you are because nobody knows who anybody is. Yeah. 20, nobody knew who he was because nobody had the advantage of seeing him play. Uh, yeah. So they, in the two seasons that nobody knew who Russell was, we saw what he could do. The one season we saw when people knew who he was, he had probably the biggest target on his back maybe in the history of Survivor. It, it, it was literally a scenario where there was no way he was going to win. Like because they just, literally threw a challenge, which is the dumbest thing you can do. And, and, and it proved to be a bad plan because mm-hmm. of what happened after. But... He had such a big target on his back. They did not care any advantage that they would have having him on the tribe. They were like, we need to get rid of him immediately. I mean, yeah. And that's why he can't win, in my opinion, nowadays, is because he is the The only way target. Russell could win is if he came back for a legend season and completely changed his game. We were talking about Russell because an example of people saying winners don't deserve it. I feel like every winner deserved it. Yeah. Because... It's just the relationships are such a big part of it. That's like the sure, number one thing. And sure, a lot of people so out of order for Russell. I don't know if you would have if you were stuck with Russell Hans for like 38 days on an island yeah. with him being an absolute jerk to you. And you have a scenario like Rob. Rob dominated his season that he won, dominated it, and people still voted for him because, frankly, he just wasn't as much of a jerk as Russell was. He never did anything to hurt somebody, like, personally. He's hurt. He, yeah. Boston Rob's out there to ruin your game. Well, Russell Hans is out there to you. ruin your life. He'll talk about you in the confessionals, though. He will, but you don't see the confessionals. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, you don't know that. like. Yeah, but so that's just a little tirade about that. So, anyway, next episode, the next episode of uh, Winners at War tomorrow should be very interesting. I hope that uh, just, let's just, we pl- just, just pray that Boston Rob doesn't go home. Just one more week. Keep hope alive. <laughs> Keep hope alive. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to see. I want to see him go further in the game. I don't think he'll 
make it to the merge. No. I think Parvati's got a shot at it. I, I think Parvati could actually go deep. I think she can. I'm really hoping she does because, I mean, I, I know that... I would be uh, so happy with a Parvati win. I, I would, too. I love Parvati. I know, I know uh, a lot of members of my family don't particularly like Parvati, but I love everything about Parvati. Parvati's an incredible player. Great in challenges, great strategically, social games unbelievable. My love for Parvati, you multiply that times 5,000, that's my love for the greatest player of all time, Boston Rob. (laughs) (laughs) I don't actually think Rob's the greatest player of all time. He's like third. Sandra. Okay. She's won twice. But, I mean, yeah, that's true. But Rob's, like, the go- third greatest player. We're, we're going, like, off of, like, wins, though, because that's about to change because Sandra's not winning this season. It is, yeah. It will change. In my opinion, it depends who wins. Yeah, because here's the thing. Like, if... I mean, if, if you win if you win this season, you're immediately going into my top three. So it's, like... Right. But, but anyway, I mean, so it, we it talked about depend it. Is there anything else we have to talk about? Not really. My problem is, though, is, like, there are great players, obviously. And, like, if you win twice, that's incredible, especially if you win an all-winter season. But if you but do it because there's e- no target on your back, like, it, it's quantified but to, to be fair, it's even tougher because Sandra played in a season where there were other people that hadn't won. Yeah. And she won a second time when other people hadn't won. That puts a huge target. Look at All-Stars Season 8. Yeah. All the people that won got booted before, they could, before the merge. Yeah. And Sandra somehow managed to stay in there, knowing she'd already people knowing she'd already won, and she went that deep. Same with Parvin. Yeah, it's more impressive to make the final three in a season Absolutely. without all winners than a season of all winners, because you That's have that fair. extra added but target I, on your back. But I'm saying, as far as that's why I'm not like, going to put the person who wins the season automatically above Sandra. Exactly, and that's my point. But I also. Don't know if I'm going to put them above Rob either, because even though he's only won one time, to me it's like... I think, honestly, even though I love Rob, I think you have to put him above Rob, depending on who it is. Because it depends on well the Rob, Because well Rob has won, Rob has played Survivor more than any other person. Right. In times he's played and days he's been out there. But I think there is something to be said about days you've been out there. There is something to be said about that, because, I mean, he's made it to day 39 twice. Yeah, which is unbelievable. Yeah, I think who's done that? Russell's done that. Parvati's done that. Sandra's, Sandra's done, that. done that. Rob's uh-huh. done it. Uh, Amanda's done it. Yeah, neither time I, she won. I think. Oof. I think that's it. That's tough. But yeah, no, just one more. Who is your favorite right now to win? Favorite to win. Best shot to right win right now, because of the protection they have. There's no target on this person's back right now. Um, and it feels like they're going to be able to at least make it to the merge. If I had to put money on somebody right now, I'm feeling pretty confident with Denise. Ooh. My top two right now, I would say, are Denise and Wendell. For me, Boston, stop, Rob. Stop. No, no, no. No, um, honestly... To win the game, I think Michelle's up there. She, yeah, she she deserves. I think Jeremy's up there, and I think Natalie's up there because I think Natalie's getting better. <laughs> so you're willing to say right now you think somebody that's going to win this season is somebody that not only was on the edge but the first person voted no out. That way, would be crazy. There's no way they're going to give a girl that many can not. I don't know why I said that. There's no way they're going to give a person that many confessionals on the edge of extinction in that much time every single week unless they get back in and go deep. That That's true. That's a good point. And but, I hope that happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously that benefits me because mm-hmm. uh, I, I love me some Natalie. Uh, 
she's, she's one of my yeah because Chris Underwood got like five confessionals and then he won the season so it was like what <laughs> but anyway yeah so uh so we'll have to see. I do think Natalie gets back yeah. in the game, though. I would love to see her get deep in the game. Yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll recap the uh, next episode after it happens. You know who that also benefits, though? Hmm. Michelle. If yeah. Natalie gets back in the game because that's another person you add to the alliance with Jeremy. Ooh, I don't know if she wants that, though. She becomes Jeremy's number three. I mean, she becomes... She's not Jeremy's she's number the one. one. She's the one who's got the power. She is, but she's not Jeremy's number one anymore. But I feel like at some point she could get rid of Natalie, though. But then Jeremy's, whenever she but feels then Jeremy's like, not going to be happy about that. And Natalie won't be happy about her getting rid of Jeremy. That's fair, but I mean, I'm, t- I'm talking about when you get deeper in the game, like really deep in the game, if you have to make those tough decisions and those tough yeah, calls. Yeah, that's true. Because Jeremy, like, I mean, Jeremy can be upset about it, but what's Jeremy going to do? Go to the other other people yeah, that's left in the, the game? The thing or? is, if Michelle keeps playing this way, the other people won't care about Michelle being in the game. They'll be like, why do you want to get out Michelle? That's stupid. Let's get out this person. Right. Because honestly, that's I why say, I think that Ro- that's why I think uh, Jeremy probably wouldn't. Because right now, none of the big targets are out of the game. Yeah. Right now, Natalie, Ethan, Danny, and Amber. You've got three old school players who. I, look, I don't. Nobody thought Amber was going to win this season. Nobody. I thought Amber would be one of the first three boots. I was right about that. Yeah. The first time her tribe lost, I thought she'd go home. Uh, Ethan, I would say, out of all the four, I'd say Ethan is probably the biggest threat to win the game, just because of the whole, the his biggest, whole background. The biggest threats entering the game were Sandra, Rob, Parvati, Parvati, Tony, and Tyson. Yes. Those are the top five. Yeah. That's, and there's no doubt about that yeah. either. Those are the f- first five that you make. You have to make sure are not in the final six. Yeah. Because Tyson's problem, let's talk a little bit about Tyson. Tyson backstabbed people and everything, but Tyson's so likable. He is. He's it's hilarious. Like, like I love Tyson. He's to me, in terms of humor, kinda like Tony, but like a little bit more laid back and not as like loud. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel about him. <laughs> exactly. And and that's why I loved I love Tyson and I love Tony. Those are two great winners that I hope go deep in this game because I love both of them. Um But yeah, as far as like as we're talking about like the edge of extinction's concerned, nobody thought Amber could win. I don't really think anybody was giving Danny much of a shot. No. God, no. So, I mean... I think another thing we need to talk about is with Amber and Danny, just real quick before we end this. Um, do you think it's true it, and it's shown that the old school players that aren't Parvati, Rob, and Sandra are having a tough time? They're having a very tough time. Like, Danny... Now, I don't... I think Ethan's an exception. I... Th- I, my thing with Amber is Amber like pretty much had no shot. She had no shot. Danny like Danny was like, collapsed. Like collapsed. she just had no idea what was going she, on. She was she had no idea what was going on. She freaked out and she kind of in a way booted herself. Well, in not the game. kind of. She did. She, yeah. So like, I mean, that you know you're absolutely right for making that point. It, it is a big except for obviously poverty, Robin. I wouldn't even honestly right because because those it's are tough to players, call them old schoolers though because like because they have played the old school but they've also played the new school they've had they've had experiences from both. Well, Rob and Sandra have literally played without they play they went from playing without idols to playing with idols and then to they then play, being like a coach yeah like in they, in, a, in, the, in season thirty nine yeah so Rob I mean, played twice without idols yeah. He played in season four and season eight without well, idols. That's why those players have the be- biggest advantage in terms of like their survivor experience is because they played every facet of the game. They know how to relate to every player based off of how old they are, the experience they have, whatever season they played off of. You know, I mean, sure they have a target on their back, but as far as the old school players, like you mentioned, are concerned, I don't think Amber had much of a shot. So I mean, mm-hmm. 
the, the disadvantage Amber has is on, ext- on on the actual edge of extinction as yeah. far as her gameplay is concerned. I think Danny screwed herself entirely because she was so paranoid and she just doesn't know how to play this kind of She's a game. She's like, Parvid even go to the poop rocks with me. What does this mean? That's what. That's pretty much what she did. She's like, <laughs> she's like, Rob, we need to get her out. And Rob's like, okay, I'll he's make like, the move. And then he's like, he's I like, can't talk I want to make the move to vote you out. Like, but like, but and my, then my point is... And then at night, Rob went, Amba, <laughs> Amba. And he just yelled out at Edge of Extinction. Uh, Ethan I, is an old school player, but I don't think that's why he was voted out. No, it Ethan was, was just was unfortunate. Just, it was an, Exactly. So uh, is that it? I think that's it. Okay. This is a really good episode. Yep. So we'll uh, we'll be back for the post reaction in the next episode, and we'll uh, we'll see you then. Alrighty.